now recording. Thank you, Craig. What are you, why are you thanking him all yeah, of us? I don't know, because our, our relationship for one was a little week. bit better last week. I don't know. I It's a light thank you. It's like a. It's like you thank someone who holds the door open. Holy crap, there's like a whole character arc. Like, bro. The Craig character. <laughs> the Craig Chronicles. We have arcs in our podcast. We do have arcs in our podcast. Question. Um, Is liking boobs a fetish because it's not a primary sex organ? I don't it's, think it's a fetish. Isn't it? I don't know. Like well, it's like okay. a learn. Isn't it like a learned thing? I don't know because it's I not. I've questioned that. I, I I was like, why why is that like the thing people find attractive if it's not a primary sex organ? I don't know. I I like boobs. I I don't know why I like boobs, but I do. I don't think I'd quantify that as a a form a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. I don't think it's abnormal. Yeah, it's not abnormal. That's the thing. But, it's so but common. like, I mean, uh, but does commonality make it not a fetish? Well, does I thought that it basically. does it not like uh, does it not have to do with? Well, does well do you, do you consider attraction to butts a fetish? Because you're not putting it in the butt. But like, technically, primarily. I mean, that's a difficult one because technically the butt is a primary sex organ for males because we got that G spot in there. Well, but no, it's like, well, no. To define it as primary, primarily a sex organ, wouldn't that mean, wouldn't that mean like the act of copulation for the sake of conception? I guess so, but I guess yeah, that's talking, what I was thinking. That because makes in sense. your head, because it, but in who, my head, like because who inherently is just like, oh yes, I love vagina, I love penis, like first, you know what I mean? That's the first thing they think about when they look at someone they deem sexually attractive. When they look at someone that is sexually attractive, they don't think primary sex organ first they think it's the like whole face first right? person well it de- depends on the person but like or it's personality yeah regardless it's like what do you call it you're <laughs> you're setting sexual attraction for um only one item on each person's body and then everything else would be a fetish to you in that definition so does that mean that it's normal that i'm sexually attracted to owl bears from D? <laughs> Okay, that's, that's like that's, that's different. <laughs> I'm that's not, different. but owl bears are cool. Owl bears are cool. They're very remember, cool. remember in a campaign we had a little Pokemon thing that you wanted to try, and then it did, we did. And we it worked. And we never, it was cool. It was cool, but we never went back to it. Jeff used it once. No, he didn't. Uh, for, yes, he did. Actually, I, I don't know. Um, for reference, I ran a D and D campaign one time, and I had an owl bear that when they killed it, it turned into like a little mini fig that they could summon at any time. Yeah, like um, Smash Bros. Brawl style. Yeah, like like little, little trophy. Like an assist trophy. Like this is yeah. Oh, uh, Rip, can we have a moment of silence for Waluigi in the chat? <laughs> like really, Sans got in the game before he did. unofficially. Yeah. Cuphead as well. Oh my Honestly, God, I think that's awesome. cool. Like like indie games are getting in Smash kind of. Like that's pretty neat. It doesn't upset me. It's just sad that there's no Waluigi. <laughs> Um, although, you know, uh, now that I think about it, Jordan, uh, I think it's time we blow this scene. Uh, Joseph, get everybody and their stuff together. Uh, okay, We're talking about Cowboy Bebop this week, boy. Before we start, I just want to say, Joseph, I'm so upset that you did not tell me that I was going to get emotional. 
during the show. I didn't mm, upset. (laughs) It's a very popular anime, so I expected it to be emotional. And since it had a more serious tone, like generally than a lot of animes I've seen, then I've I expected it. So, So, especially especially by the last arc, I'm like, oh, he's dead, isn't he? (laughs) But anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's getting ahead of ourselves. I well, for me going in, I like. I don't know in like my how like what 10 plus years of watching anime for some reason I never like I just never watched Cowboy Bebop and I never like watched anything about it so I had only known it was like Space Cowboy and I thought it was gonna be like more lighthearted and not even necessarily like goofy but like not what it was you know yeah um because what Cowboy Bebop is is such a surreal unique experience that I did not know how to like quantify my emotions at like so many points in this fucking story it's like it's it's really interesting because it just draws from a, it draws from a lot of like western media um i mean there's like sci-fi but then there's also like the westerns and the noirs and i think yeah that's part of what makes it like a unique experience it's like mm-hmm. watching cats on acid <laughs> This new show in itself will become a new or become a new genre in itself. Oh yeah, that's how they marketed it. Yeah, I'm like, um, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I feel like that's a little um, correct. But before we start uh, talking about Cowboy Bebop, also, I just want to do a little plug really quick, uh, just for any of anyone listening who maybe isn't following us on Instagram uh, at Sneaky Waffle Productions. Uh, we are working on uh, two comics, a comedy comic strip. Uh, where it's basically Calvin and Hobbes meets friends. Uh, if that's something you're interested in, it's called Wingdings. Uh, check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, that comes out October 16th of 2020. Uh, and coming a little later in December, and I don't know if I can say the date yet, uh, but we're releasing uh, our serialized comic called Space Pirate Zero. I think it's an appropriate time to mention that uh, on this podcast. Um, yes. Are you sure? Um, uh, I don't know. We're only talking about space pirates. Um, I can't believe also... you're gonna. I can't believe you're gonna plug the Instagram and the company before you greet me back from a week of absence. That's kind of rude, dude. Oh shit, Jordan! You weren't here last week. You were a girl last week. I forgot about that. So to the to the listeners, uh, Lizzie and I are not in the same room, so we could be the same person, and they have no idea. I can't prove it. I've never seen you two in the same room together. Yeah. What do you mean? We've been in the same Discord. Co- I mean, no, we haven't. Yeah, never <laughs> seen that's fair, dude. That could be a that could be someone you hired. I don't know. Yeah, no way. Um, but yeah, Lizzie is not on this week. She did not have time. Um, she will be a regular on the podcast as well uh, for anyone, or at least as much as she can. Like be. her, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we all are on this as much as we can be at the moment. Um, but yeah. Uh, so let's get fucking started, Joseph. How do you wanna How do you wanna start us off? Um, well, I'm not sure if we should do the thing we did with Avatar, where we go, like, episode by episode, because I do think that'll take a while. Yeah, it's Um, up to you. It's up to you how you want to structure how we move forward. Um, so, like, what were your guys' thoughts, like, going into it? Um, Jaren, you want to go first? Oh, my God. We're too nice. Oh, my God. Jinx, baby. Oh, my God. Oh? Okay, so I will. I'll I'll go first. So going into it, I just heard a lot of people heard. heard, I heard. um, I heard a lot of people say like this is one of their favorite shows, one of their favorite anime of all time, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's a lot of hype. Okay, so then when I went into it, I expected like some some something like 
I've never seen before, something groundbreaking, something that trumps um, a lot of the great anime that I've seen or otherwise um, otherwise considered great, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I went into it with very, very high expectations. Um, Aiden? <laughs> I was like, Space Cowboy, yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so I was really, really interested in watching it. So um, two years ago at Comic-Con, or was it? Yes, two years. Um, there's this really talented artist, Ashley Riot. Uh, she was in the artist's alley. Um, and I actually got a commission from her. And we were like, um, I got a Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom, but that's besides the point. Um, wow. Her favorite anime that she uh, loved was Cowboy Bebop. And she was talking about it with such high praise. And it was like really cool. And the, I just never checked it out after that. So I was really cool, like excited to go in to this. Um, and I like was not prepared for what the first episode brought me. Like there was just so much, like I went through a roller coaster of emotions in just the first 25 minutes. And I was like, oh God, I'm not, after the first episode, I knew I was not like ready to watch the show, but also I wanted to. I remember watching just the first episode, like back in middle school. And I got, and I got so confused because you know, I was in middle school because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of stuff going on that I didn't really understand. Um, yeah. Like I, I had no idea that the, the lady was like faking a pregnancy with like, with the, with the drug in her belly. <laughs> I, I thought, it, I thought it was just like, um, I thought, it, I thought she was actually pregnant. And then I was thrown off by Wulong's. <laughs> Wulong's Wulong. Sounded, Wulong sounded so dumb to me. But you know. <laughs> and because I was a middle schooler with very bad with a very bad attention span, I didn't go back to it. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. Like it's not like like super fast paced. It's a little bit of like a slow burn. I think. Um, I couldn't tell in the first. I couldn't tell if the music was actually being played or if my brain was just like thinking that this music was happening during this scene that is like the music is so surreal and weird that i was like is this i couldn't tell if i was actually listening to it or if i myself was having a brain aneurysm you no know, jazz does that to you god there's it's, just so much music <laughs> it's funny because i think the the com- like the main composer doesn't actually like jazz but like oh. a lot of the soundtrack is jazz cowboy jazz cowboy jazz bop Wait! Don't I mean, tell me he likes the type of jazz. Yeah, don't tell me he likes the country stuff he did more. Cause oh my god. Um, I well, I'm not sure about that. I will Harmonica. say, um, like I, I enjoyed it a lot more my second time watching it than I did the first time. And I think really? that's just because well, cause the first time it was like I think I was like a sophomore or something, so I wasn't picking up on everything. I don't think. You but know? you are a sophomore. <laughs> well, I, oh yeah, <laughs> four years ago. Oh, wow. I just, that's good timing. I was about to start talking about the red eye and I got a notification on my phone from Reddit and it it just says trending on increasingly verbose. I juice. I juice. <laughs> I juice. Um, so that was, okay. I, uh, I feel like Asteroid Blues is also kind of an outlier amidst the episodes. It kind of um, is. Yeah. Like it, it sets the tone for the entire show, but it also is like it, it feels like a side story that like I have like it felt like watching an anime movie in terms oh. of like the I guess a lot of the episodes could be contrived as as like side stories in comparison to the larger 
Yeah, um, it's fairly episodic. But I don't know how to like explain that Asteroid Blues in particular like felt like so much of an outlier. Um but like it, it shit just gets go like like they it starts off with that really like beautiful and haunting intro of like your first shot of um Julia and the Rose and like little flashbacks. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, hey, here's space Tijuana, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> space Tijuana, yeah. <laughs> um and then I thought the the gates were really cool. Um, and then all of a sudden, this man gets high as fuck and murders everyone. I was not expecting there to be blood and swearing and, like, people getting high and shit. It's and so, annoying. like, it went from zero to 100 really fast. And I loved it. Um, Jet's design was sick. Uh, the shaman thing, which... Like, normally I feel like I would have thought was boring, but for some reason it encapsulated me when the shaman was, like, holding the sand in his, like, fist as he's telling Spike that a woman will be the death of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the... Stamp. I, guess, I, I guess we should probably... Yeah, I'll let you guys talk a little bit more before we progress into the story. Um, Jordan, what was your thoughts about all of this? At least uh, the first, like, half of the episode. Yeah, once again, like I like I said, it was... Very adult, and I really didn't expect a lot of it. I thought I thought it would start off with something a little more lighthearted. Um, not because I expected it to be lighthearted, but like you know, it's a twenty-six episode anime, so I guess it could have gone either way. And I especially did not expect like the the more lighthearted episodes to happen. I'm like, oh, this episode is literally just about a mushroom trip. Oh, that's <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. Dude, that episode was so good. So. Good. <laughs> Oh but, my god. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you guys, I really don't understand the gate system. I just think it's I just know it's there. I don't really get it. Can someone explain it? <laughs> oh, Joseph, do you want to do it? Or I, I can, I think. Uh, I'm good at explaining things. What okay. are those and why did so, it destroy Earth? Okay, so oh oh so the what I pieced together by the end of it is that um the gates weren't exactly like ready to go up yet. And so the earth moon gate was probably in my mind. It was like one of like the first, um, and it so, exploded yeah. and that caused the moon rocks to start falling onto earth. Um, but the gates themselves allow, I got this from the episode where, um, there was like the, the, the eco terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. The, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically it allows them to travel faster than the speed of light, but within like, a pocket dimension and then the gates allow them to enter and then exit um at the other destinations i see yeah um and so it's just faster that is like the best of my ability how i understood them but so they look kind really of like, cool so it's kind of like the node system we developed uh-oh not really a, what? no not really okay i mean there's so- no there's no fast travel in the node system of space pirate zero coming to you this december <laughs> Coming to you this December, but that's besides the point. Yes. Um, so I, uh, I think what really hooked me just in this episode is when fucking Spike shows up in the poncho, and then that fight choreo is awesome. The choreography when they amazing. are fighting in the the cafe, and he's still in the poncho the whole time. Pretty sick. It's just very like because he's all like. Like I, I don't know how to describe the way he like fights, but you know, it's very like like non nonchalant, you know? 
Um, I mean, he describes it himself. Oh later. yeah, there's like the episode um, where yeah, he he fights like water. He he is fluid he and Bruce can Lee. yeah, he is Bruce Lee. He kind of <laughs> does fight like Bruce Lee, but like less. Bruce Lee's kind of frigid, isn't he? It's uh, like a it's like a I'm kung not... fu sect, I think. Um, you know, like a, yeah. a discipline of kung fu to fight like water. Yeah, technically, tai chi is about that. <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. <laughs> but like like what I really enjoy about Spike is like like even like his body language just kind of communicates like a lot about him like the way he fights and like the way he walks like like hunched over and it's just I don't know there's a lot of attention to detail in this series that I really appreciate. There very much is. Um <laughs> Yes, Jordan. Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, um and then we get to the end of the episode which I literally was like, I, I just typed, oh, oh my god. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of death already. I, I, well, I love the seductive kind of music with the emotional chase scene, like of the of like Spike trying to chase um the girl and the drug dude. Um, it, I just could like feel like the hope draining from like everyone, like no one was about to be happy, and I was like, I wonder how they're gonna pull this off. And then they didn't. And then it, they didn't. It ends. She kills him and sacrifices herself. And the police shoot the fuck out of the sh- uh, their ship as they try to escape the space Tijuana. And you're just kind of left there, like with your dick in your hand. Like you're just like, <laughs> what? Where like, you? I was. I was. I was left with my dick in my hand, bro. Uh, it was no longer Why was swinging. Your dick out? Oh, okay. I don't know. Stretches, Kegels. Can men do Kegels? Is that a thing? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you know, Ke- J- Joseph, you know what Kegels are, right? It's I've the, definitely the, heard the word before. It's like the vagina flex exercise. Okay, I thought that's But I, I think it's just for pelvic muscles, so I don't know if men can do it too. I am not an expert in that field, so I yeah. can't answer that question. Uh, come back to me with a degree and we'll talk. <laughs> okay. Um, Obviously. But I, I absolutely loved... Um, that ending, I was not expecting it, and it really sets the tone for the show. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Of This show really sets up the you can't escape your past throughout the entire series. Oh, yeah, that's like the whole, like... Zero, yeah, Zero constantly tells everyone to forget forget your past, like, keep moving forward. Did you just say Zero? Did oh, you just say zero? zero? Did you just say Zero? Oh, my God. Spike, <laughs> wow, I hate my life. Um, I think, should we, like like explain that like spike was kind of an influence on zero yes yes but only in design so in, in, design, in design the main character of our comic um joseph uh found inspiration for his design um by zero by spike um spiegel uh but his character is is different um yeah. he's definitely- i just keep We've yeah. been working on it like nonstop every day for the past like two months. So my brain is like wired to say it, which is bad. I can't believe you said um, zero. God, man, Dude, no, my you whole haven't point, read my whole point is zero. My whole point is moot. No, well, that's like that's like that's bad. like the big theme in the show. Like all the characters outside of like Ed and I, who is who are like a dog and a child. Like the main like three characters all have like these different like pasts that they can't really avoid. And it's like but they all them. tell each other to like stop Forget it. It's past, so yeah. funny. Yeah. 
Like, everyone tells them to forget the past, and they're like, yeah, forget the past, and none of them can. Like, they physically, it's, it's like instinct. It's this weird, like, Faye is always leaving and coming back, mm -hmm. because when she does find her past, she's like, I have nowhere to go now. Yeah, and there's, like, nothing so there. I have nowhere to return to. Faye's is, like, Faye's backstory is, like, the most interesting to me, I think. Because, me like, too. Um, it was. Until we found out for me. Oh, okay. That made, that's fair. Um, Dude, but like, but like when they started, pl started to play the tape and I'm just like, oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> if I had notes, I would have written that. I'm like, I was like shaking in my seat, super excited to see that. I'm like, oh, this is about Faye, isn't it? That's kind of sick. Oh, and Here then when Spike, then when Spike kicks the player, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, what it. a dickhead! Um, I actually thought that we were about to watch a tape of Faye killing herself. Like I was very off of what, what? I thought happened. Whoa. I like when that tape started playing, and it was the weird, just like walking through the woods, and then it was her on the cliffs, and then it cuts off because they don't see the rest of it till later. I literally thought there was a, like. Faye killed herself as a child and like her they rich preserved parents her. preserved her or something. Mm. Um honestly kind of uh, I was kind of let down. I thought it was cool, but uh, I mean it's like it's like how like in a mystery the best part is the mystery not the answer. I guess yeah. when uh cuz Faye's backstory ends up being um she and her family were um on earth like in a in a ship as the gate exploded uh above earth. Um so they don't really explain how she gets out of that or why she was preserved for that matter. Yeah. Is she like the uh the indestructible kid? I don't what, what what was her like backstory? It was just like she was like super injured and they didn't have like the technology to like actually like fix her. Resuscitate her? Yeah, resuscitate her. And so they put her like on ice basically for like how many years? Okay, I thought it was 200. Okay, so I wrote... No, it's like... It's in, like... in Honky Tonk Woman, when she shows up... Um, but also, I said that she looks like um, Jesse in Android 17 had a baby. Um, that was my first response. Jesse yes. from Team Rocket. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were thinking Faye? Yeah, seven, Jesse. Yeah, yeah Faye. That was, my, that was my first response. Is it looks like Android 17 and Jesse from Pokemon had a baby. Um... But I wrote that she was down for 200 years because she wasn't the original Queen of Hearts or Queen of Spades or whatever. Um, but then later it says it was only 54 years. And so I couldn't tell yeah. if I was an idiot. Um, math. Yeah, math hard. There's a reason I'm a theater major. <laughs> this is when, does, when does the show take place? Doesn't it take place in like 2070 or something? I, uh, I couldn't answer that. 2071. <laughs> 2071. I was close. Um, shit, we skipped right over the best character uh, uh, in talking about Faye. Ein. The Space <laughs> Corgi! <laughs> who never gets explained. He's, he's a data dog. I don't know what that means, but... They literally never tell... They do it for one episode, and then he's just there. And then well, he's okay. there to save... Then he's there to save uh, Jet's life, and then he never mattered again. Well, there was the episode. What, what was it? Like the cool episode, and they had the VR thing, and then like freaking Iron. Like, yeah, had the VR on. Yes. And he, well, first he like saves Jet by like biting him, 
And then he oh, like, you mean when he had the thing on his head? Yeah, yeah, and then he like wears the VR and like hacks into the system or something. Well, I, I mean, he fun. doesn't. The dog doesn't do the hacking. Well, the dog like helps. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I mean, like, what else would um, Ed have done? You know, like, if Ed had put on the headset, he would have been, or she, excuse me, uh, she would have been, um, like, mind controlled. No. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was the one like navigating the whole thing. Like you could see like him like moving his like little head to like. Oh know. well, I guess. Like think, yeah, that was the think... one time you see Ayn do like his data dog thing, but they never explain it past that. And <laughs> I I thought it was gonna come into play at some point, and it didn't. And it was kind of upsetting. You think, <laughs> you think Ed knew that Ayn was some sort of data dog? Probably. Probably they had a vibe. They had a connection. A vibe. Yeah. I thought you said a vibe, and I was like, "Yeah, Ed was using a HTC a vibe. Vibe the entire time." <laughs> and you know what I found really, really funny? They um the commercial for that headset thing. They went straight from '90s consoles to to um Sao full dive technology, basically. And I'm just <laughs> like, you never thought about in between steps of a wireless controller. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Like, up until that point, I was like, wow, like, everything feels like technology has, like, progressed naturally. And then they got to that and it skipped straight from, like, the 90s to, like, freaking... Are you tired of your wired controller? (laughs) Uh, No, because guess what? 60 years ago, we had wireless controllers. Woo! (laughs) My lord. Um, Yeah, so we go from Asteroid Blues, Stray Dog Strut, when we get... Uh, fucking Hakeem is apparently, he's a basketball player. Isn't he, like, real? That's, like, a real dude. I don't know. Um, he's based yeah. on a basketball player, I think. Um, Wait, from Stray Dog Strut? Yeah, from Stray Dog Strut. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. You think we know um, sports? No, I it's don't not, know. It's not, dude, you haven't seen sports. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, of course um, we haven't seen sports. But I love the scene when he gets fished out of the water by the kids. I don't know why. I just thought that was funny. Your voice um, my voice always cracks. I'm a child. Um, except I'm not. Uh, Honky Tonk Woman. We are introduced to Faye, um, which is pretty kiggity cool. Um, Spike swallows the cig in that in <laughs> yeah, the elevator like, with Jet, and I felt so flexed on. <laughs> Doesn't he like swallow the chip and then later he like regurgitates it? Yes. Yep. Yes. But in the elevator, so when Jet and and, uh, Spike are on the way into the casino for the first time before they meet Faye, um, it says no smoking in the elevator, and Spike doesn't even move (laughs) his hands. He's still doing his signature, I'm going to lean against everything in existence. Um, But are my hands going to be in my pocket or above my head? That's (laughs) That's the real coin flip. That is the real coin flip. Uh, But he puts the sig between his teeth. And fucking swallows the whole thing. Doesn't even flinch. It's I felt so flexed on. Everyone in this show is the world's worst chain smokers. And it's so <laughs> funny. Everyone smokes nonstop. It's kind of insane. It kind of weirds me out. It's like, oh, so you tell me that the that Earth becomes unlivable not because of a climate crisis? <laughs> and then, and so you justify more smoking? way i don't know that that kind of thing kind of weirded me out i don't know it's like i don't know by 20, 2071 i thought we would have left earth by then you know what i mean 
Well, I mean, they did. I mean, yes, but like because of a climate crisis, meaning we couldn't go back to it and see our nun, our nun leader, or our nun, what was it? Orphanage owner or caretaker, you know what I mean? Well, I feel oh, like, like is. Earth is like falling apart at that point. Like most of the people are like on Mars. The moon is exploding. Like it's going to die soon. Like it's pieces, chunks of the moon are falling onto Earth every day. Yes. Yeah. That is the lore. Yes, yes, it is. Earth is not where you want to be in the Cowboy Bebop universe. I mean, is Earth really where you want to be now? <laughs> you know, fair. Bro, Jet, Jet, Jet's quote, he's just like, he says that nothing good comes from Earth anymore. And I'm like, damn, did they write this in 2020? What the fuck? <laughs> they knew. They knew. Somehow they knew. Everyone bins knew. Also, can we just talk about the three old dudes who show up everywhere? Oh, I every love them. Time? They give me so much serotonin. I love them so much. They're they're pretty funny. I I always I always feel like they're um they're kind of just the team rocket of the of the series. They just kind of show up, be funny, and then and then leave. I think of them more of Stanley. <laughs> I believe they are they are the watchers of the Cowboy Bebop universe. Or they're or they're the creators making a cameo of themselves. No, <laughs> I don't think that's it. But but possibly. Yeah. No. Let's just let's just keep going through the story. Um. For me, I like the endings of all the episodes. Really, they they end so weirdly. Like like with um Honky Tonk Woman, they have the chip in the end, and they just fucking use it at a random <laughs> casino. Yeah, they just bring yeah. it to a random casino, and like they don't give a fuck. Like there's this thing that can unlock anything in the universe, essentially. Um, and Jet and Spike's like, yeah, let's just go gamble it. <laughs> um. Not to mention that space fight scene when they get the uh, the money back um, in exchange for the chip is sick as fuck. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love Spike's magnetic spacesuit. He looks like a goon. <laughs> you know what a goon is, Aiden? Yeah, I, you know the way that I use goon. Don't oh, okay, fuck with okay. my lexicon. Okay, Don't fuck okay, with okay. my lexicon. Excuse me. Fine, 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 fine. That's, that's the correct word to use, yes. I find I it funny how that like, like they hardly ever like get a bounty in the show. Exactly. Like That's I, I feel like once or twice they actually like catch someone and like get a reward for it. They be getting no wulongs constantly, and it's kind of the one. Okay, the one time that pissed me off is when they did find, um, they caught like all of the dudes. Uh, who were part of the gate scheme. Remember the chess episode? Yeah, yeah. They caught yeah. every all 20 of them, and they got no reward because they couldn't find the, the Grandmaster. That is what... There's not a bounty <laughs> on any of them. Like, they don't want the people who did the thing. I know, that's kind of weird to me, too. That was weird. Yeah. Oh, and... Um, oh, speaking of, speaking of bounties, I... Maybe I'm in the minority opinion, hot take. I was annoyed by Big Shot whenever it came on. I loved Big Shot. I didn't mind Big Shot. I was a little annoyed. I'm like, amigo! I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, kill me, please. Kill me. Wait, wait, Jordan, did you watch it in sub or dub? Sub. So I actually watched it in dub. Yeah, the dub's not bad. I watched the first episode in both sub and dub, and I think the dub is better. Yeah, what? a lot of people like the dub. 
I, I, Jordan, you know I'm a very large proponent of subs. I, Spike and Jet's voices are Spike too so perfect. Sexy. They're too perfect. Like the portrayals of these characters in in the in the dub, like I, I can't, I couldn't watch the sub after. It was incredible. It would be like hearing, um, Darth Vader's voice with with anyone other than um james earl jones why can i not remember james earl jones's <laughs> name i actually oh side story i saw empire strikes back in theaters two nights ago with audrey because they were showing it um at an amc down the road because there's only like tenet playing yeah um, which was that really cool sense. seeing that in theaters was awesome um also tenet great would recommend Cool, dude, cool. you haven't seen Tenet? No, oh my god, I hate my life. Dude, you haven't existed. Until you've seen Tenet? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Spike's voice is sexy. It's I very, know. Maybe it's maybe I go maybe I rewatch it in dubbed sometime. The first time I, I watched it, I would recommend it. Rewatching it, I watched it dubbed. And you would say dubbed is better? Um, well, I forget what the sub sounds like because that was like four years ago, but I would um, say this I would say the dub is better, like by uh, a long shot. The dub is definitely like I would recommend watching the dub. That's kind of how I feel about Oran High School House Club. That was, actually, that was actually the first anime I ever watched. I tried both and I liked the dub better. I don't know. I feel more connected to the characters when it's dubbed, even, even though it's even though it's a little like cheesy, it's like hilarious in that way, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be funny, so. I would recommend that show. Maybe we should get to it, but anyways. I, I think I'm seeing um, like half of it. That's for another day. So getting back on the Bebop of Cows, um, the way that they... So I think we should really go into like the main story and then we oh, can yeah. branch off into like the side stuff. <laughs> what um, main story? No, but the way, the way they weave together Spike's backstory and like everything that... It's, it's insane. Like... We get this first introduction to Vicious, which almost feels like it's at, like, the end of the path. I um, agree, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is just a random character from Spike's backstory that'll give us a little bit more detail. And, like, who I definitely thought dies. Because um, he kidnaps Faye, and you see, like, another flashback with Julia in it, but you have absolutely no idea what the fuck is going on. Um, and it just, like, makes you want more. And that final fight with them in the cathedral is so beautiful. And so like, like I use the word haunting a lot in my notes for these, because it is like, I think that's a good word to describe a lot of vicious and spike fighting hand to hand in front of that stained glass window with no music and just the light shining through it is like insanity. And, and you have vicious who like, was his partner at one point and like has this really weird definitive worldview and spike who doesn't even know what his worldview is to be honest like he's so lost because of everything that happened with julia and he hasn't faced it yet and like the whole series is basically him running away from it until he actually is faced with it yeah um and then you see him fall from the 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 stained glass window and then he's looking up at the shards of glass and seeing the note that julia ripped up and threw out the window which was a really cool match cut um fuck i just i 
that was a great introduction to Spike's backstory and I guess what is considered the main story. Yeah, that's like yeah. The, the through line of the show. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's so many episodes. I feel like I lost track of the way the, the main story was being told. I seriously, maybe I need to w- go back and watch it again. But man, I lost track so much. And, and then it suddenly got important. I'm like, wait, what do you mean, Julia? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean, girl? What do you mean? What do you mean Spike is simping? And, yeah. then, and you know, I, I lost track of it. And then it got and then when it got important, I like kind of put tried to put the pieces together and then I sort of got it. But I'm sitting here now talking to you guys, only sort of feeling it, but at the same time still feeling affected by it. So I guess that was effective storytelling. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's how I felt the first time that I watched it and then watching it the second time. Um, and like kind of knowing what was happening, I was able to like put it together easier. Um, I also, Jordan, I think you also had a harder time, honestly, because of the sub versus the dub. Oh my um, god, that could be no, 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 just in this, no, in this case specifically, the like because this anime is such a western story, um, and the way that it's played and the music is very western as well, um. The voice acting really fits more of like a John Wayne esque movie than like a typical anime. And because like I watched that first episode in both sub and dub, and like I felt much more like disconnected in that sub when I normally feel more connected in subs. Um, but also, I also felt really attached to the way they told the story because I, I just felt like I was in awe the entire time. Like I. I felt like I the fact that I couldn't like exactly place my emotions um at the end of every time they brought up a main like point in the story and they just kind of left it open ended I was like I want to know more and they slowly bit by bit like give you little bits and pieces um spoon feed it and then like they 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 blue ball you with like random ass filler episodes but that are also great and have these like hard ass um stories to them that are so emotional and make you feel that you like almost forget about the main story but then when the main story comes back you're like oh my god it's time it's time like and you're like lasered in on what the fuck is happening like jupiter jazz are two of my favorite episodes. I agree. Jupiter Jazz. Like when we finally so- got to the main story, I agree. Oh my <laughs> god, bro! When when I think my favorite scene from like almost this entire, um, actually no, I definitely had a different favorite scene, but this is like my second favorite scene. Uh, when Spike and Faye are both aiming their guns at uh, Vicious and then Sexy Sax Man individually, Lynn. That was who it was, right? <laughs> Sexy sex. Yes. No, it wasn't Lynn. No, Lynn is oh. the one who saved, who died to save Vicious. That's Shin, um, wasn't it? No, Shin is the one who died saving Spike in the end. Lynn is the first brother. Oh my god! Stupid yes. similar names. <laughs> I couldn't wait. Where's what, I think I have the name of Sexy Saxman in my notes right here. I can't somewhere. remember his name. I'm sorry. This, he is. I mean, I liked him as Sexy Saxman, but like that's fine. I think that's a good name. You talking yeah. about? Gren? Was that Gren? Yes, it was Gren. Thank you. Um, like the whole story with him and Vicious 
and how Vicious betrayed him. And he was like, Julia told me to look in the box if I got this from you. And you're like, who the fuck is Julia? And Spike is like, are you seeing Julia behind my back? And Faye's like aiming the gun at Grin in the shower while Spike is aiming the gun at Vicious um, in the snow. And they're on the weird-ass men-only planet that's Russia for some reason. <laughs> Russia for some reason, yeah. And Zero like kicks everybody's ass, and that the poor CEO dude like gets so defeated because he wants a part of like the drug deal. It's just such an interweaving of stories, and I just like wanted to know it all the entire time. Oh, it, it kept me hooked. Yeah, I agree. I gotta know though. I gotta know what was your reaction when it was revealed he has boobs. <laughs> Um, well, uh, you see, when you refer to my notes, um, I actually wrote the really um, uh, introspective view of Titty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was so rude to that. I was so confused. And then the in-universe explanation as to why that happened, that wasn't good enough for me. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? It was kind of weird. Is that he was really how that works? gone wrong? Yeah, I it just... I, oh my god, I was just so shocked. Wasn't it like a yeah, side effect shocked. from like his like treatment that he had or something? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I they experimented on him. I, I thought mean, it was no. He was like crap. Well, I forgot why he needed like treatment for something, but like the, whatever the treatment was, like like the side effects was he like developed breasts. Yeah, but I thought I thought that the government like fucked with him while he was um. When after he was imprisoned, like I thought that they, oh, it was experimented uh, on him. It was yeah, that, I, I can't remember. It was an experimental drug to treat him, to treat his ah, um, okay, to treat like his anxiety or aggression or something. Unfortunately, the drug had side effects. It increased his estrogen levels, causing him to grow breasts. There you go. Experimental drug. There you go. There's your explanation. That's so weird to me. It like weirded me out a lot. It was it was funny, but uh oh hello, hello, Aiden, Aiden, you like deafened for a second, so I'm wondering if you're still there. Hello, hello, interesting. What happened? Hello, Joseph. Can you, uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hey. I don't know what happened. All of my Discord settings just changed to not my headphones or my microphone. <laughs> that was weird. Apologies. Well, uh, well, guess what? Now you have to edit that yourself. Now I have <laughs> to edit, unless I leave that in, because fuck me. I mean, if you insist. No, I'll probably, I'll probably edit that out. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you said during that time. What if you said a racial injustice? That makes no sense. Why? I, that, yeah. An injustice said an injustice. Ah, yes. <laughs> can you say an injustice, or is um, that only an action you can do? I mean, okay, never. That's this is this is we call it linguistic philosophy. <laughs> I don't want to get into right now. <laughs> okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh wait, I loved this episode. Oh, that was the chess one. Yeah. Uh huh. Dude, this, this episode was, was really good. And you know what? I expected, um, I expected Ed to win at the end, um, and then Hex, and then Hex would die, 
but like i guess we sort of got that but instead he won and then died blissfully or am i remembering that incorrectly did he die i can't remember yeah he died and then his bird like left him once he died i was not oh, like yeah what yeah, they have to i don't know why cowboy bebop couldn't let me just have wholesomeness and then not like hurt me in some way <laughs> like they, they fucking killed hex for, yeah you're gonna carry that weight <laughs> You're gonna carry that weight. <laughs> You're gonna carry that gut. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. I was really proud of myself. I only teared up once in all of 26 episodes. I I only slightly teared up a little, and that was at the end. Yes, me too. I I didn't cry the entire rest of this series, and I was pretty proud of myself for that because I got I I got emotional. It hurt me at points. Dude, one one of these days, where I'm gonna uh, recommend to you guys shows that made me blubber like a baby. Oh my god! Oh, but you should have a, like a get Joseph to cry challenge because like I I still because you're a I heartless s- bastard. Joseph. I so I don't emotion well, Aiden. You know this. Oh my I god! I want you I, to feel, dude. The next the next weeks, let's do five centimeters per second. Anohana, Grave of the Fireflies, Your Lie in April, all things that either made me cry or has made a lot of people cry. We should totally do that. <laughs> we we could, but also we have a schedule. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying though. Oh my god. Those um three of the things I mentioned, oh my god. Blubbered like a baby. I have literally seen none of those. I don't and think that's, I've seen any either. That's the beauty of it. Your name <laughs> the first time I saw it, I blubbered like a baby as well. So oh, I get it. Your name. Oh! Get it because name. <laughs> Dude, when I when I had that feeling watching your lie in April, no spoilers, but wow. <laughs> um, oh my god. Anyways, anyways. Um, so my funny Valentine. Um Dude, actually I really liked great it. backstory. I yeah. really liked that. I like that he ended up being fat, but because he chose to be fat, he like know, got the was... implants. <laughs> fat implants. Can I can I take mine out? <laughs> Wasn't he like like on the <laughs> run or too. something? Isn't that what he did it to like disguise himself? I think yeah. so. Yeah, because yeah, he, he gave her all of his debt. Yeah, he like faked his death. Faked his yeah. death and faked his debt. Haha, <laughs> get it. Um, I really loved it because it gave us it gave like it gave us the whole story of Faye and the tax dude who she fell in love with who just fucking tricked her. But then it still didn't give us really any insight to Faye's backstory. It just made me want to know more. And I love that they did that. Like I agree. It was it was a very unique way of giving me more, but also giving me nothing. Um, yes. And then also they put eyebrows on Ayn at the end of it, and it made me happy. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, yeah. Still didn't really I care. I she just, like, just decides to, like, tell her whole, like, backstory to Ayn, just because. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that. <laughs> and then, I love that Spike comes out of the bathroom, and he goes, she goes, how long have you been listening? And he goes, too long, your story needs editing, and walks away. I was like, what the fuck? It's- <laughs> In Japanese, he says, your story was way too long, but okay. <laughs> uh, I guess it, that's the difference. Yeah, it's a, I, I, honestly, I like that line better of, um, <laughs> too long, your story your needs story editing. Your story needs editing. And he, like, dude, you need, like, it, I wish you could hear it in his voice. Like, you need to hear 
Spike's English voice. It's Wait, like, hold on. Let me see if I can find a meme and send it to you what? guys. You're a meme. Here we go. Waiting. Waiting. No, no, no. Keep minutes. talking. Keep talking. Couple minutes. Waiting a couple minutes, and then Aiden having to edit it out, and then he's gonna blame do, Joe. Do, 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 do. I didn't mean. We don't know. Aiden, stop. Aiden, stop. I don't know if that's PD. I don't know if that's PD. So let's like not. I don't, but I, I think my voice doing it is like. What does PD mean? Yeah, I think it's only if like you actually play actually it. Actually play it. Okay. Public domain, by the way. PD. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes Not sense. SPD, um, what about uh, Power Rangers SPD? Who? Go, go, SPD Power Emergency? Rangers. What? You didn't watch Power Rangers SPD? We are branching off so <laughs> badly today. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any Power Rangers, not gonna lie. What? What? Dude, <laughs> Mystic Force was hot fire. That was my favorite. One. I played one Power of the Rangers games from the Power Rangers. Bro, Mystic, I fucks with Mystic Force. Okay, every okay, every every child, in my opinion, needs to grow up watching anime and Power Rangers because anime teaches incredible moral lessons as well as like human connection. Uh, and Power Rangers is the most diverse cast of any series ever. There have been. Red Rangers, which is the main ranger of every fucking color of the rainbow. Not to mention, they always have like women and like like other cultures involved, and none of them are like shitty side characters. Everyone kicks ass. Everyone has arcs, and like it's just it's great. Like everyone needs to watch Power Rangers. Yes, just not the new I age. No, you felt so strong. No, Power Rangers. I bro, I fucks with Power Rangers. Okay, after everything after Jungle Fury is garbage, but everything <laughs> up until Jungle Fury is absolute m -m -m monster. Oh wait, are you saying Jungle Fury was shit or? No, no, no. I like Jungle Fury a lot. And then everything after. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, I really, I really fucks with the Jungle Fury intro. It's, it's like, it's straight heat. Dude, I, I still remember. I still remember when uh, I still remember when Mystic Force was airing, and then it stopped airing, and I'm like, "Oh, what do I do now?" <laughs> Bro, I would I would once a week ask my mom if I could stay up a half hour past bedtime to watch Power Rangers Mystic Force, and then there was the one time I got to stay up an hour late because they did the hour long special, and it was oh like, man, fuck, dude, I remember and, those times where I had to ask to stay up a little later to watch shows. I know. I, I remember those times. Oh my god. Anyway, um back to back to Gamma Bebop. Um so up next is probably one of my favorite episodes. Um uh Black Dog Serenade. Oh, that's the jet the jet background. Yes, Jet's backstory is sick. Uh, I feel like we haven't talked a lot about Jet uh yet. I'm not gonna um, lie. After, after watching the series once, I don't remember it. I don't remember what went on with that with the with that whole arc. I don't remember. Oh, at all. Uh, Black Dog Serenade. It's the one where um, they have the hijacking of the prisoner cruiser, and there's the really oh, cool the, assassin, the, the black guy. Yes. Yeah. Odai. Udai. Or Udai. Yes. They say it both ways in the show, actually, which is kind of annoying. That's a little um, annoying. But um, I, I do. I really thought that that first scene was sick when all the dead people are around him. I like that Udai can like throw knives out of his fucking wrists. Oh yeah, very, um, very Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I did call immediately when that backstory happened that his partner definitely shot him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, that makes sense. I mean, I didn't really think about it, but like, yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, did we pass over the the one where uh with Jet's um like his like love interest backstory thing? Oh yeah, we skipped uh we skipped a lot actually. 
Yeah, we Enemy skipped. Element. We skipped the harmonica that summons magic sperms. Ah. <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. Which episode is that? <laughs> Sympathy for the devil with the little kid who's not actually oh, a little kid. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. He Love plays. He plays the harmon. He plays the harmonica, and there's just like the visual. There's I, fuck. I don't remember. He plays his harmonica, and it like they do like this weird visual thing, and there's a bunch of white dots that move towards him. And I was like, his harmonica summons magic sperms. You know, um, that was a depressing ass episode. Um, oh yeah. Heavy mm-hmm. Metal Queen was sick with uh, VT. Really liked her. Oh, I enjoyed that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Waltz for Venus is my least favorite episode because sad. Wait, what Wait, happened to that one? one? is Waltz for Venus. Um, that's the blind sister and... Um, oh, that one is... Rogo. Oh, yeah, that shit was so sad. <laughs> God, oh. it, it starts off so cool. Spike and Faye... Kill, uh, they take the bounties in uh, it's like the one episode where they get a bounty they get a bounty after they uh, save the people who are watching Space Tom and Jerry Yes, uh, on the plane I'm like way um, to suddenly have Tom and Jerry by the way <laughs> right and then Roko's like train me and he's like no and then no. he like he's like he gives him the helium pills um, and Spike like kind of teaches this guy how to fight for like twenty minutes, and then he meets his blind sister, uh, and like slowly the like, it's such a weird little story of how Roko like got involved in drug dealing to try and like cure his sister's blindness, which also has to do with Venus itself, and like it really builds like the world that they're in too. Mm-hmm. Roko gish. Um, no, Roko is not <laughs> Um By the way, Gish is a character. Gish is a character out. in Space Pirate Zero coming to you in December. Anyways, go on. Yeah. Um, and then they just fucking kill Roko. And they hurt my man for no reason. And then his sister... I was surprised his sister even wanted the surgery. I thought they were going to be like, if he's dead, I don't want to see. Yeah, um, I would have... I, I, that's what I kind of expected, too. What is this? Bittersweet! That's how you describe every ending. That's the word you're looking for. Bittersweet. Yes. Anyways, go on. And it's just like like she's asking where her brother is, and then Spike just doesn't say anything. He's just like silent. And she's like, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah. That was a really, really sad moment. Oh my god. Oh, oh man. Now, now that we're now that we kind since we skipped over jamming with Edward, can I mention how weird it is that rumor had it Ed was a very voluptuous gorgeous woman and then it turns out to be a kid that kind of weirds me out well there was a lot of rumors oh about i'm Ed. sorry would you like the exact quote um ahem, let me uh, let me uh, um in english yeah i have the uh in the dub uh he's a seven foot tall basketball player hindi god three-year-old gay drag queen <laughs> <laughs> oh. i loved that i'm glad so you wrote much. that quote down <laughs> yeah it made me so happy yes the song that plays when like like ed's song um i think it's called cats on mars i love that song the what's the what song i hate that ed was like talking to hal he was basically talking to hal basically hal and they have they have i forgot what episode but faye busts in uh, two dudes fucking, and that oh, yeah, caught yeah. me off, that caught me off guard, and I loved I, it. I thought that was really funny. 
I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then you yeah. just hold the gun to his head while he's still like inside of the other. Doesn't she like put the gun like in his mouth? Yes. Yeah. She puts it in his mouth. Oh my god, I forgot about that. What episode is that from? I, for- I forget. I can't remember. I, I, thought, I thought that was it's- Jupiter Jazz. No. I think it might, it might be. be that one. That sounds right. Yeah, one of the parts of Jupiter Jazz. I think part one. I think so too. Oh yeah, I think he was. Uh, she was just trying to get info on Gren. Um, and so as we kind of wind down towards the uh, end, we get some really um. Oh God, I didn't like Boogie Woogie Feng Shui. Feng Shui. I, I think that was my it. least favorite episode. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to remember which one that is. I mean, it was. Oh wait, I skipped was, over. Boogie Woogie Feng Shui was literally just about a dad who wanted to see his daughter again. Oh, that one. Is that so um, bad? I don't mind that one. It's bad. It's just my least favorite. The rest of them feel... My favorite episode is Pierre LeFou. That was an absolute... I was actually oh, hear what you think about that one, because that one's like definitely like an interesting one. Oh, he literally God. fights the penguin on steroids. <laughs> It I it gave me a very Gotham by Gaslight if you've ever seen that oh, movie yeah, dude. like feel oh my um, god Gotham by Gaslight was so good anyways that's a that's another topic anyways um I that's love that Pierre LeFou like the fight scene is insane there's like one visual where where Spike like dodges like he dives and the camera's following him as he's getting shot at oh by yeah LeFou, the and it's it just looks awesome plus LeFou gets Spike in an air combo at one point and it's yeah. How fighting game. Shit. It's and you really know what? Funny. The way he moves is just very like fun to watch. Oh crap. You know, I expected him to utilize the fear of cats, but it was just kind of a thing that happened, you know? Yeah. I mean I, I kinda like like I can't remember, but like it did like sort of cause him to get like incapacitated somehow and then get squished. Right. Right, but like Spike never noticed it or made use of it, you know. I expected like a little cute kitty to join the crew, you know what I mean? <laughs> No, um, I think this was my like. I think this was the best animated episode in my opinion. Like it was just visually I... really really cool. Um, I wrote that like even when they don't use use music, it's just as effective as when they do use their signature music use style, music. and that's why this use show music. is so good. I said use music. Shut up. Use music. Did I? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm the worst. I don't know. What <laughs> You're kind of the um, worst. Like, um and then like the the interaction between Faye and spike when they're like talking about making spike go to the party you know that he gets invited to at spaceland it's like it's very light but it's actually like kind of heavy of her being like don't go you idiot and he's like i have to and it's kind of weird spike just like walks into like situations like that all the time like, he literally eh, says, this die. might be the one I might not come back from. And then he's like, lol, JK. And he gets in his ship and you're like, wait, <laughs> can we unpack that? By the way, there were no stakes. There were stakes, but there weren't stakes. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Delicious. Oh? Yes, How, do you like uh, your steak? How do you like your steak, Joseph? And then Pierre LeFou gets Five Nights at Freddy'd. <laughs> True. What did you guys think of the episode? Um, Joseph, where you don't know about me. Joseph, was... you don't know about me. What? You don't know Walt me. What do you, how do you like your steak? I was just asking you a question. Oh, um, I don't need steak that often, actually. So, soy. <laughs> I'm a medium, medium kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm a I think I'm a medium medium well kind of guy. Depends. Yeah, I don't like guys, a whole lot of red. Um, think of the episode. Um, freaking, it was like like a pseudo horror movie, but like the monster was just like food toy in that. the attic. Toy yeah, in the attic. It. I loved that episode <laughs> so much. Oh, you mean the one where they died in, in the end and they didn't really like move on because everyone was bitten? No, well, everyone was Ed, and then Ed like freaking ate the the. Ate it. The outdated food, not outdated. What's the word? Expired. <laughs> expired. It's very alien inspired. Um, like um, like you know the movie Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, got I love. Spike uses the flamethrower to light his cigarette, and that just like <laughs> gave me so much serotonin. Um, I was I was so pissed when Ayn got bit because I loved Ayn more than anything in this world, and I was like, "Don't you hurt my dog," and they hurt my dog, but it was fine. And I just love the last quote: "Is the moral of the story is don't leave food in the fridge." And you're like, yeah. "Wait, what?" I'm like, seriously. Fuck? Wait, wait, that was the one like with the weird sequence where like everyone was like passed out and it was like playing like classical music as they were like yep. floating with like all the like, objects that were associated with them. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they that, literally they were out of fuel and they were out of fuel and they had to wait for the ships to literally just carry them slowly to Europa and they were all knocked out in the end because Spike saves them but he gets bit and he's just like don't leave food in the fridge. And you're like, what the shit? <laughs> That's what the whole thing was about, by the way. <laughs> or else they're gonna, what, kill you? Nice. Oh, wait. It's a weird Wait, if that thing came from expired food, how did they know, like, how fast they should treat the wound or how to treat the wound? Or... Well, I don't think they did. They were, like, trying to figure out how to treat it. I know, but they knew they didn't have much time to live. They never oh figured it out. They don't. They we don't see them get treated. Like they they end I up know. floating to they Europa. Die. No, yeah. they don't die. They they get treated on Europa. How I, how how was I supposed to know that though? <laughs> they're fine the next Plus episode. You. I know, but like, well, and on. like from like you can assume from the series being that Ed and Ayn both leave and Spike dies. They don't die in this episode. Well, yeah, that's like the one episode of Invader Zim where the episode ends with like them turning into baloney and it doesn't get resolved. You're <laughs> referencing something I've never seen. There's an episode of Invader Zim where Zim and then like his like rival character Dib both start turning into baloney and they're like trying to find a way to like reverse it. And at the end of the episode, it's just them like sitting together on a couch, like fully balonified. And like they don't fix it, and like the next episode, everything's just back to normal. I would like to balonify you. <laughs> Is that okay? Can I say that? Yeah, sure. Oh? I want to balonify you. Oh, so hard. Oh, by the way, we are over time. Oh crap! Okay, let's talk about uh, the ending. We'll, we'll wrap up, and we'll talk about this this final um. Real, real folks. The blues. real folks blues, which is oh the God. ending song of the, oh the show, God. the ending thing. Bro, oh when when God. vicious, vicious straight up, he comes out swinging, bro. When he tries to take the syndicate by force, um, a serpent's venom, uh, poisons slowly after the bite, and he's saying it to like the elders, and I was like, ooh, chills. <laughs> I'm like, wait, but dude, you just lost. I mean, like, obviously I had a feeling that, that he didn't, but still, I'm just like, dude, you lost. Anyways. Um, 
I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> um, yeah, these two episodes fucked me up real good. Um, oh, you know what? Can I just say? Can I say something? Oh my yeah. god, the the shot when they're uh the mo- like at the beginning of the episode when um when they're in the loser bar. By the way, great name. Um, <laughs> and then they they see the shadow of the people outside, and then they duck out, and then you just see the bartender get blown up. I'm like, oh my god, that was tragic. I don't know this guy, but that death was really tragic. Um, so I think we should actually start this with the end of the previous episode, uh, Hard Luck Woman. Um, we end up, Ed ends up meeting her father on Earth, and she leaves oh, the crew. Yeah. Um, and then Ayn goes with her, and it's one of the saddest moments I have ever and had then, like- to like go through because Ed leaves. And you just see Ayn kind of like, like you can tell something's up and they show you Ayn like leaving to go meet her. Um, and Jet makes Jet, dinner like, for makes everybody. Makes a bunch of eggs for everyone and like no one is there. And it's just no him one's, and, and you just see him just like, aggressively, the they aggressively eat the eggs to cover their feelings. And you see Ed spray painted by on the ship. And my yeah. heart just fucking that hurt. That's one like, of my like favorite, mo- most favorite moments of the show, just because of how like it makes me feel. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there goes all the lightheartedness, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and that brings us in. Yeah, I think that does like these... literally like segue into the finale because like it because establishes the tone. It does because nothing you think how these main characters would interact with each other happens. Jet doesn't help spike jet is like heartbroken and sad at like the loss of everybody in his crew that he like this little family that he has accrued over time Mm -hmm. that even though they all just barely consider each other friends even comrades jet like realistically they are like a little family and there's no one there and what i have a, a thing i wrote down in my notes i put it's like guardians of the galaxy but depressing yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah actually oh my god and like he literally like he's like i don't care if spike comes back or not because he just can't deal with the constant spike like putting his life in nonsensical danger um you know and not knowing if he's gonna come back but like spike has to do it because this is his um he's a simp yeah also jordan <laughs> I literally, I'm looking at my notes right now, and I wrote, oh shit, bar fight time, and in parentheses, I have ripped that bartender. <laughs> Rip the bartender, dude. Oh my god. It was so tragic. I'm like, you just see, you just see the blood splatter everywhere. I'm like, oh my god. He was just, he was just vibing. It was rough. Um, and that moves us, like, straight into, like, we start learning about, um, like, what really happened between spike and the syndicate and julia um and like he faked his death to leave and he tried to get julia to come with him and vicious told julia if she didn't kill him she'd never be free and it's just this weird noir like syndicate like crime syndicate story um and oh julia and Faye meet and julia like flexes on her and then drives away which is kind of cool oh yeah that was that was pretty cool i'm like oh you're alive, okay. And I'm like, and then when I saw her alive, I'm like, oh, you're so dead, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. The first time I watched it, like I thought, 
like Spike thought she was dead, or like I thought we were supposed to think she was dead, but like she wasn't. Yeah. And then later I was like, oh, she just kind of like left Spike. Well, more like he she couldn't come with him. Basically. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. It was her life or his, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Vicious wanted her to kill him. Yeah, like so both their she... lives are neither. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um. And that fucking sucked. And then um, once Faye tells Spike that, it kind of starts that ending of Jet is not going to help him and Faye is not going with him. And when Faye tells Jet that he left, he just, he says this and it, it like, I legit had to pause and like, think about my life. Like I, Jet says men only think about the past when they die as if they are frantically searching for proof that they were alive. Yeah, I And like I was like, this ending is going to fuck me up. I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to be okay after this. Bro, you just gave me chills reading that line. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you chills a lot more ways, big boy. Uh? Is that a promise? Yeah. Um, and then Vicious breaks out in like a sick-ass scene and he looks the fucking elder dead in the eye and goes, you will shed tears of scarlet. And he cuts <laughs> them across the eyes with his katana. And you're oh. like, oh! I, I visibly cringed when I saw that because I'm imagining the pain. Oh, yeah, no, that does not sound fun. Uh, and then we end this. We end the first part of the final of the final two episodes um, with the same way that we end every episode, except it's Spike holding the single rose instead of the rose in the water because Julia's right there, and it's like, oh my god! I'm like, wait, why is your gun out? <laughs> You're not gonna shoot him. That's that's that was my first note of Real Folk Blues Part Two. Why is she aiming a gun at Spike? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> It's like I figured like oh it was like um she would um uh, vicious would want her to kill him. Yeah, I got that much, but like why would you do it in that moment if you were just going to put it down? <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't really feel the drama um in that in that act. I thought I was just a little confused. <laughs> I agree. I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to that weird basically they're going to Julia and Spike are going to try to run away together now and they go back to Annie's place and Annie got shot which I was way more upset about than when Julia oh, died. Yeah, I didn't no. really care about Julia. I was like don't fuck with Annie. <laughs> I just thought oh character they introduced showed for a couple minutes and then yeah. okay now she's dead. I didn't really think too much. Yeah. I, I um, mean like I didn't expect I didn't expect Julia to die in the moment that she did though. I don't know. I, I didn't expect it to just be, you know, caught in the crossfire or didn't duck in time or, you know, I don't know. It, yeah. I, it, was, it was it like, I felt the drama of the moment most when she was whispering the thing that we couldn't hear. I'm like, I hate when anime does that <laughs> because it's not like you can read lips. It's anime. Yeah. It's just opening and closing. Um, Joseph, you know what that scene reminded me a lot of it was actually the um, the granny death from train to busan it felt so like fast oh, i felt yeah. so teased just to get it taken away again <laughs> um I don't remember that character it's been a while since i saw train to busan yeah, it's okay we just watched it that's why i i didn't actually know you if you had seen that or not um i have i i, I have i have otherwise yeah i definitely have seen that movie and yeah thank god i did it's really really good anyways uh, i don't want to get into my opinions of that because we just passed that episode <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Or, I'm, yes. Sorry, I thought I didn't know that was the end of your sentence. I, <laughs> um, so as we get to the end, I want everyone's opinions. Um, uh, I just wanted to like kind of talk about this first because it. I don't even. I still don't know how I felt. Like this was the epitome of cowboy bebop emotion to me. Is Spike goes back to the bebop, um, just because he doesn't know like where to go after Julia dies, and he like kind of pretends like nothing is wrong at first, um, mm-hmm. and we finally he explains kind of like in typical cowboy bebop fashion of kind of explaining things um <laughs> that one of his eyes sees the past because it's fake and then the other one sees the present and he's constantly caught in this like dream that he never feels like he's gonna wake up from and Faye's like why are you telling me this you've never told me anything about you before stop it and he just keeps telling her um and I just wrote there is no happy ending here is there this is the <laughs> beginning of the end um the last note that I took was Spike took a bullet to the arm as he as he's like fighting his way up to go fight Vicious. Um, I I couldn't even take notes during that final fight between him and Vicious. Um, it it it, it was just heavy. There was no music. It, mm-hmm. it was just him and Vicious clashing, and then he's like, and the last thing he says to him is, "Julia's dead. Let's end this now." And he kills Vicious, and he walks down the stairs, dude, bloody and moment, beaten. Oh my! And God. he looks down at all of like the enemy, like people of the syndicate, and he does the bang, and then falls to the floor. And I, I just like, I don't even know the emotion I felt. I don't know the emotion I felt either. Uh, can, and, I, oh. can I say, um. The fight between Spike and Vicious. Spike had a gun and Vicious had a katana, and it still worked. Like, it was so way- cool. Oh my! Like God. I wouldn't. Ex- I like if someone told me, "Hey, okay, you're doing a freaking scene where two people are fighting. One's got a gun and the other's got a sword." I'm like, "How am I gonna make this work?" <laughs> but it works. It's effective. Yeah, dude. Can I just say the moment when they have each of their each the other's weapon under their foot and then they toss it to the other oh my god and they kill each other simultaneously i'm like that is that is the sickest thing i've ever seen in any anime ever oh my god i seriously can't get over how cool that moment was holy shit (laughs) i i this dude when he did that bang i literally felt like a hole in my chest and then like tingles that went throughout my entire body like he shot you he did it literally (laughs) felt like he shot me in the heart i didn't understand what was going on it it hurt so bad but like also was a weird catharsis like it it was bittersweet but it was also something more than that that i can't like place i can't yeah it's crazy and that yeah, is, like, the epitome of Cowboy Bebop, I think. I bet there's, like, some whole uh, literature out there, or, like, scholarly articles about there about, like, the, the, the choices they made in that fucking show. Oh, you can find plenty of video essays, I'm sure. Whew! I, we, we're not intelligent enough for that here. <laughs> <laughs> Unless? No, I'm just kidding. JK. <laughs> no, I'm, I feel like I know nothing about... Um, film structure and storytelling and all that to like really comment and make an essay on that's why we have the podcast Um, instead so so it's more conversational so before we get we are running pretty low on time so we gotta wrap it up 
Um, factoids. Does anyone have any? Yeah, Joseph. Factoids. You want to share any final thoughts about the series as a whole? Um. Well, there is something I thought was um kind of funny. Um. Apparently, like when the show was in development, like. Um, or the show had gotten picked up because, like, the Star Wars prequels were, like, in production. So they were like, yo, sci-fi, we could sell, like, spaceship toys and crap. This will be cool. And then they found out that the show was, like, super, like, adult. And they were like, never mind. But then, like, a different studio picked it up. What? But, like, I really? thought that was funny. Because, yeah, because initially, or at least that's what I, like, read. Because um, I was, like, reading, like, some interviews and stuff um, with the creator. Just because I was interested. Um, and then I do think it was one of the earliest animes to premiere on like Adult Swim, which is why um which is why is why I think it's a lot of people's like first anime that they've seen. Oh really? It's a lot of people's first? That's yeah. interesting. I guess time oh. that makes sense. Um what else? Blah blah blah. Yeah, that was kind of it. Oh, I think um the creator um initially wanted to do like film, right? But then like, um like in order to do film at the time, like well, I mean, still like you had to do like a lot of like schooling and stuff, and like at the time, animation wasn't like such a big thing, so he went into animation instead. Um, but I think that kind of like um explains a lot of like how like Cowboy Bebop is, you know, like. Cinematography yeah. wise, like it feels like a. Didn't film. they make a Cowboy Bebop movie? That there is a movie. Yet. Is that worth it? I don't know. I want to watch it, but that's besides the point. I haven't finished. I like watched like halfway through it, and then I haven't finished it yet. That's very interesting. Actually, no, I have some movies and shows like that. Like, what do you call it? Slumdog Millionaire. I watched the first. I watched like eighty percent of it, and then I just never went back and watched the last twenty percent. I don't know why. Um, so with that, uh, boys, uh, let's get some ratings. We'll do, uh, how many space corgis out of 10? Um, some, how many data dogs? How many, no, space corgi. Fine. <laughs> data dog. Data dog. Okay, fine. We'll do data dogs <laughs> out of 10. Uh, your favorite episode, least favorite episode. Oh, that's hard. Okay. You guys I'll go, go first. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I don't know, man. It's I feel like it's really, really tough to give it a number. In my opinion, I have different numbers for the show relative to other anime I've seen, and then one just rating it independently. You know what just, I mean? Yeah, independently. Just like independently. I think independently. I think I have to give it like, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna say ten, but I'm not gonna say eight but I don't think nine makes sense. It's weird. I feel like I'll say like 8.8. 8. 8. Okay. What, how do you get 0.8 of a space corgi? I don't know. But 8. you cut off the tail. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what? Oh, wait, Everyone we didn't even corgi. talk about the episode with the teddy bomber and the cowboy. Sorry. Oh, that poor guy. That poor guy about Andy. <laughs> I love oh that God. episode. I, I know when Big Shot gets canceled. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Maybe I shouldn't mention yeah. that. I don't know if that's in poor taste. It's it, it, it it's 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 kind of late now. Let's let's be real. It's okay. <laughs> it's a little late, but that was a great episode. There's yeah, it's, it's, spike. It's there's great. another spike basically and it's he's an idiot. It's oh my a god killer. every time i and heard that whistling i wanted to die i'm like oh my god this guy oh my god 
anyways, so 8.8, yeah. uh, 8.8 data dogs, space corgis, space dogs, data corgis, um, out of 10. And I, I don't know, man, favorite episode. Let me, let me, let me like take a peek at the episode guide. Once again, I don't know, man, <laughs> I feel like, hmm. None of these moments stuck out. There's not like a moment that just sticks in your brain. You know, actually, I think I think um, I'm gonna be different and say Brain Scratch was my favorite episode. Ooh, because there was a lot of philosophical talk about yeah, and spirits and mind oh, versus yeah. body. I really enjoyed that because I'm taking a class on that right now. <laughs> but I really enjoyed that. Brain uh, Scratch that- reminded me a lot of like the AIDS girl arc from SAO. So I okay, didn't enjoy I- it as much, but I did really like it. It did have his monologue was awesome. I didn't really think about AIDS girl arc and now I kind of hate it. No, it's just. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, AIDS girl arc. Anyways. Um, Joseph, um, do you have. Oh, wait. Least favorite. Sorry. Least favorite. Wait. Why are you like this? I feel like every single week you forget someone to say like some part of our closing stuff. Uh, of I our- do segment i feel like you always forget it i'm like okay uh least favorite um i don't recall i don't i don't know if i can pick one um hmm least favorite moment least favorite moment uh i don't know man i hmm. not nothing i can think of right now Go ahead and move on to the other guys while I think about this, actually. Okay. Hey, other guy. What's your opinion? <laughs> Am I other guy now? You are other guy now. Yeah, I um, just didn't know who was going to go next. But anyways, go on. Okay, crap. Okay, so so number. <laughs> I don't want to give it a 10, but it's def- I want to maybe like 9, 9.5. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a meme none of the listeners will get. No, absolutely not. Um, I don't. I don't think I get it. Well, it, maybe it's, we'll it's like a middle school time. joke. Yeah, it's, maybe we'll explain after the podcast. Okay. Um, favorite. I. It's hard for me to pick a favorite. The one that sticks out to me is Mushroom Samba, just because like it's so like goofy. Like everyone's freaking tripping on mushrooms <laughs> and like Ed's just having this adventure. Mm-hmm. Um. I really Spike, like that episode. Spike walking in place. <laughs> such a, I love that episode. Um, but I don't know if that's like my favorite episode. There's a lot of episodes that I really like for like different reasons. Um, how do you say this one? Piero LeFou. Um, yeah, Piero I really like that one a lot. Um, I, I don't think I can pick one. Damn, that's you I know think right I there? picked my I think I picked my least favorite moment. Uh episode uh, my okay, least favorite episode. Episode two. Not not just because it's about the dog, it's just they did nothing with it. You know? It was just kind of like, oh, here's a dog to last through the entire series. And then okay. There, Fair. that's there. Um, that's my thought. <laughs> sorry, Joseph, continue. Go um on. and I don't I don't know if I can pick a least favorite either. I don't know. There's nothing I like really dislike about the series. I don't think. You know that's fair. It's a great. It's a great show. Um, your turn. Me, you. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I give it like a nine point seven out of ten. Um, every means of pro- like 
production that went into this is just like so clearly thought out and like really has a purpose um and like even the stuff that they don't use and they don't tell you there's like it, there's purpose to why that is like it, it's not like they forgot it's intentional and yeah. that makes me feel weird things and i like it um my favorite episode it's tied between asteroid blues um and pierre lefou um and then my least favorite episode is boogie woogie feng shui and yeah um so join us next week we'll be doing avatar the last airbender book two which is exciting Ooh. um finally gonna make some more headway in that who the hell is tough your mom <laughs> um <laughs> i'm really glad you guys liked cowboy bebop because i was like kind of afraid that you guys like wouldn't be into it and i would have to like justify like why i liked it no, Joseph, it fucked me up, and I love it. <laughs> but I'm glad you guys really liked it. Um, hey, Craig, what, 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 what did you think? Now recording.